Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, back here at the NFL Scouting Combine. Coverage of the Combine on WGR all week long. I mean, we're going to be here. I'm actually, I'm leaving today, going back to Buffalo, but we're still be talking about the Combine. You know, now it's like I said, I'm here to kind of do both the head coach, GM, Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, then bridge the gap here to some of the prospects. But they're going to start testing later in the week, and we're going to keep talking about that. And when we do, it is brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Fast, sustainable weight loss, then free support for life. Awaken180weightloss.com. And by Outlet Liquor, when you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Tight ends talking now as well. Not an area we need to look at this year, Zach, tight ends. No, no. Dalton Kincaid had moments last year where... He really, really impressed me. He was not Sam Laporta where he's breaking records or anything like that, but I am really comfortable in that spot, Sal. Like I and I know it probably doesn't work in terms of moving off of Dawson Knox or anything like that. And, and they probably shouldn't. That's me getting a little greedy here, but I really like what they have in Kincaid, you know, going forward. I really, really do. All right, so as I'm walking here, I see my guy Chris Emma from Chicago. He's going to join me here and the score in Chicago. He's covering uh, the Bears out here. We've had Chris on many times before, but a little different now. Not at the Combine, a team with the number one overall pick. First of all, thanks for taking the time here to join me on such short notice. But uh, what are you learning about you know, the Bears and their plans here while you're here this week? Yeah, I mean, it's getting clear that they're going to be looking to draft Caleb Williams. I think it's been moving that way for a while. This week is about information gathering. That's what Ryan Poles has said all along. They like Justin Fields, but I think they see the avenue in play here. It's Caleb Williams. They believe in him as the future of this franchise. Uh, they've checked all the boxes so far this week. They're meeting with him today to really get a true sense of what this kid's made of and what he can be as a franchise quarterback. But this is going to be the route they're going at that point. Then you start looking, what's that Justin Fields trade market going to be like? How do you proceed from there? You got picks one and nine. Got a great opportunity, and I think they're ready to go. And then when you look at the Justin Fields moving on from him to Caleb Williams, is it more about that Justin Fields isn't the guy or the fact you can reset the contractual situation on a rookie quarterback? I think it's more so that they just see Caleb as a generational type prospect. You're in this position number one overall in a rare spot where the Panthers gave you a gift. They went 2-15. and 15, They did the job for you. Uh, it's a great chance, right? Yeah, you're in this position now where you got a guy who's one of those one out of every five-year type quarterbacks who you see is, you know, can't miss type of prospect. And they like Justin. They really do believe he can be a, a great quarterback in this league, but they see Caleb as everything else. I mean, they see him as that guy who's going to get them 
over the top, and they've spent the last two years rebuilding, putting this franchise in position with some good young players all around. They need that quarterback. Now you got a chance to do it. All right, so the odds for Justin Fields' next team are heavily with the Atlanta Falcons right now. I can't see the number eight pick in play. How do you make that work? Uh, I think it's going to be, I think the Falcons are certainly a player. I look for the Steelers as well. I think that's a team that can make that move. Uh, I've said the market's probably going to be about a two and a four in return. Now, the thing that works against the Bears is it's a great quarterback class. These teams have options, and it's kind of a buyer's market if you're looking to get that quarterback. So maybe they fall short of the, the two and four. Maybe it's just a two. Maybe it's a three. But uh, I think at some point, I, I'd say probably next week, you get a deal done with Justin Fields and you move on. And then the Bears the Bears have another pick as well. So what do you do to help out Justin Fields or go the other way on the other side of the ball maybe? I look at either wide receiver or edge rusher, and it's deep in the top ten. You got some great players available there. Obviously two premium positions, and they, they want to get that compliment to either DJ Moore on offense or Montez Sweat on defense. You got a great chance. Uh, you got some really good players there. I think they can also look to trade down in that spot, too, at pick nine, because they only have six picks in this draft. Granted, it's one and nine leading the way, but you dealt your two for Montez Sweat. I think there's a chance if they do go on to draft Caleb Williams that you trade down from nine, but if that best player available is there, if it's a guy like Malik Neighbors who follows to you, uh, if it's Jared Verse, whoever it is, you're going to get a really good ball player and somebody to really transform the rest of your roster after you make that quarterback pick. Matt Eberflus, how much pressure is on him to make the playoffs, or what does he have to do this year when there was some question even of him returning, coming back to 2024? Yeah, I mean, it's he's got to produce proof. they, they got to be there in contention. they got to be that team. They expect to be in the playoffs this year, and even with a young quarterback, like, you can't have that excuse now because you draft a guy like Caleb Williams, oh, it's a developmental year. Like, he's got to be that good where he helps get you over the top now, and you got a really good roster around, so... It's on Matt Eberflus, and it's on his coaching staff to obviously put this next quarterback in position to be successful. But I think they feel like they're ready to go. I think they feel really good about this roster. They have faith in Matt Eberflus. I think a lot of people in Chicago are like, Let, let's wait and see. Let's let's see what kind of pr uh, proof he can produce here. But they brought him back. They believe he can be that guy for them, and we'll, I guess we'll see. It's always tough to do, though, if you get a rookie quarterback. The, you know, if you're going to start him a lot, that's also maybe the coach saying, hey, I know you need to win, but it might take a little while to bring in a rookie quarterback. That's a tough spot to be in. Yes, and a lot of teams will put, you know, you'll get that veteran stopgap, you anoint him as the starter right away, give the rookie the chance, and you form that transition. I don't think the Bears will do that. Like, if you're drafting Caleb Williams, he's that good. You believe he's your week one starter. And now Matty Rufus' philosophy is he wants to put rookies out there right away. So they'll sign a veteran stopgap, but I don't think they're going to have any kind of phony baloney quarterback controversy. Like, if they're drafting Caleb Williams, he's going to be the guy week one ready to go. They're going to expect him to produce wins and to help this team get over the top. How about Tremaine Edmonds? Tell me about the year he had in Chicago and if um, that was worth it to sign him to the contract that the Bears did. Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting spot, right? You let go of Roquan Smith, you deal him for two to Baltimore. So you didn't want to pay him $100 million. Baltimore, great organization, goes out and does it. So there's a lot of Tremaine Edmonds, right? You're kind of filling that void as that inside linebacker who's really got to be that figure of the defense. Uh, great leader. Everybody loves him. He's that guy who really is kind of a glue guy in that locker room. Players really lean on him. I think he left a little bit more to be desired in terms of uh, his performance, but he played at a high level. He dealt with the injury at some point this year where, you know, that knee, I think they were worried it was going to be more of a long-term thing, and he avoided that. And, you know, he was never really hurt in Buffalo. He's always available, which was a little surprising and unfortunate for him to have that injury in Chicago his first year on that contract. Yeah, a fluke thing. Uh, he, he felt good just coming back after that. They like him a lot. I think they want to see just a little bit more out of him. You, you paid $19.5 million for T.J. Edwards on the other side, and he became that wilt linebacker, that playmaker, and he outshined Tremaine last year who got more money than him. So 
I think it's a little bit more on train. You, you got to rise up a little bit and help this defense ascend as that t- top 10 kind of unit. But great leader. Everybody really feels good about him there. All right, tell me about a free agent to be Darnell Mooney, who some Bills fans are interested in maybe bringing into the Bills organization. I would absolutely take a bet on that. He's a guy, change of scenery is going to go a long way. But put last year about out of the way. Like, he's a guy who's got... 1,000-yard season in his career. Uh, he's a really interesting guy, right? Fifth-round pick, uh, stepped in as a rookie and made a big impact. He just he had a weird year last year. It was just one of those years that kind of got away from him. He's not an openly frustrated guy, but you could sense he was just kind of ready for this thing to get into free agency, make that move. I'm surprised they didn't get a contract extension done before the season with him. I think they want to see him come back from that injury that he had going into last year. It just never really clicked for him last year. I think get him a change of scenery, get him a great offense and a great team around him. I think he's going to get back to that 1,000-yard kind of season. Chris, thanks as always. Always appreciate talking to you, man. Take care, buddy. You got it. Chris Emma right there from our Odyssey sister station in Chicago. Really good stuff. You know, I asked him about Tremaine Edmonds. Kind of feels like a little bit like it was in Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah, he does some really good things, but there's a little bit to be desired, right? And that's pretty much what he said about him in Chicago in the first year of that big deal. No one in Buffalo is regretting moving on from Tremaine Edmonds to Terrell Bernard. I will tell you that. As much as people were very afraid of Terrell Bernard's size in the middle of the defense, that really worked out. But it feels like it's the same thing with Tremaine Edmonds in Chicago. And unfortunate for Tremaine, Zach, that he was really always healthy, as I said, in Buffalo. And he did have that injury towards the end of the year last year for the Bears. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and I guess that's the thing with Edmonds. Like, you're always always for him he almost he he sets his expectations so high because of of the body you're getting i mean when the bills trade up to go get him you got a 65 guy he's i think he was 19 when he was drafted 20 when he was drafted ran really fast like you were thinking you're going to get just this big play dude immediately that's not the linebacker he is he always it does feel like he's just that that little bit too slow to get to a play get to get to a ball what have you and so it, it can be frustrating. I, I think what I would imagine, too, for a city like Chicago, who's had some of the great linebackers, I mean, recently Brian Urlacher, where you do see Edmonds have what seems like a similar build and just not be that linebacker at all. I, I can imagine that would be frustrating for them as well. Earlier today, I caught up with Bill's former Bills linebacker, Arthur Motes, former Bills, Steelers, Cardinals, now in Pittsburgh. He's great with the Pittsburgh media. I love it. He's always one of the media-friendly guys in Buffalo. Arthur and I actually did a TV show years ago together in Buffalo. We talked a little bit about that and his transition to the media. And the- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Steelers as well. Former Buffalo Bills linebacker, Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker, Arizona Cardinals, I think, yeah. right? Arthur Motes. Anybody else I'm forgetting? Man, no, no. But uh, former uh, Sal Capaccio <laughs> co-host, you know what I mean? Uh, got my ropes learnt from you. And, uh, yeah, it's always great to see you, man. You too. Yeah, let's go back to that. You and I, we 
did this together for the first time. I think when I really started in TV, I do a lot of radio mostly, and we did a show called Out of Bounds. You were my first co-host, yeah. and we kind of launched that thing together. It was pretty cool. No, it definitely was, man. It ended up being, what, a two-year run that me and you specifically had. And I just think of, I mean, it's times I look back at some of the pictures of some of the guests we would have because we'd always be on location. And it was just very, you know, reminiscent and almost real fun from the nostalgia standpoint. But then to come here, and I was like, man, since then to now, you're still killing it, man. I'm over here doing my media thing, and now it's just like almost like that cool just – Man, being around the guys that paved the way for you, you know, you're one of those guys who opened the door for me. So it's like real, real, I'm real appreciative of it now. No, I appreciate that so much. And by the way, we are appreciative of our buddy Brian Job who got yeah, us. Absolutely, that, man. Right? So shout, shout out to out Brian, Brian, man. Definitely, yeah. man. He was the guy behind the scenes. You know, it doesn't get talked about a lot. Yeah. But absolutely, man, that opened up a door. And when you just think about, you know, for a guy like me transitioning from the NFL, a lot of dudes struggle with that. Yeah. But because of, you know, our opportunity early on, I kind of was able to understand probably my third year that I wanted to do media when I was done playing. Well, so you were always a guy that was gracious with the media and you understood our role. But what's that been like on the other side when you have to yeah. people always say to me, well, you're on the flagship station. You can't criticize the players. That's not no, true. But you and I, we're just true. it's maybe not my DNA to just yeah. go, no, you know, scorched earth on guys. Yeah. But you have relationships. Right. You have to be on the other side. What's that been like for you? Yeah. So that has been a, a very unique uh, dynamic. Right. Because for me, not only have I, you know, had the experience of playing a long time in the NFL. And even with that, when you're criticizing players they're sensitive about it, and rightfully so. And I remember how I felt at one time when an older guy had criticized me, and it was like it wasn't even anything wrong, but it was just the simple fact that a player was saying it and the way he said it. So for me, when I do it now, it's just I'm real cognizant of how I criticize it because I can't do my job if I'm not true and authentic, if I'm not giving you exactly what I'm seeing and how my brain would work in the scenario. But I also just try to understand the difference of attacking the player versus the player's performance and separating those two. And then at the same time, understanding that this guy wasn't intentionally trying to mess up. So I'm not going to intentionally crucify him either. I'm going to say certain things where it's going to talk about what went wrong, because I always think it's easy to just say a player did bad or it's easy to just play. Oh, he sucks. But it's like, well, why? And that's the part for me where I try to say, well, this is where I come in. This is where I can give you my experience, my expertise, because I did do this for nine years. So this is where I'm able to communicate it and kind of soften it up on that player, even though we're still seeing exactly what needs to be said. And that doesn't matter, you know, if it's a player that I played with or even, you know, in Pittsburgh, I still have coaches that coached me there that I talk about at times, you know. So even with that dynamic, it's a unique space, but it's fun at the same time, because if you're being truthful and you're being fair about it, the guys are going to respect you. And I think that's the thing that I've been able to carve out. And this will be going on my sixth year now doing it. So it's been crazy, but it's been a lot of fun, though. All right. Well, you cover the Steelers and you're in radio. Tell everybody where they can find you, first of all. And you're on the air, right? Yeah, man. So uh, when someone's want to find me, man, uh, Steelers Nation. Uh, so I'm on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, Steelers.com is where all of the uh, media stuff is available to you. Um, and in, in wherever you get your podcast, at Steelers Blitz is what they call the show as well. Um, but I also have a podcast as well, man. And that's just, you know, you type in on YouTube, type in Arthur Most, you can't miss it. It's everywhere. The Arthur Most experience with Deke. Um, also, for the Bills fans out there, yeah. got a Bills YouTube channel as well, man, where I cover some of the stuff surrounding them. Absolutely, man. You know, I can't get, I can't kick the habit. So you're still man. Bills Mafia in your heart. Habit. You already know that, man. I got a Buffalo daughter, man. Come yeah, on that's now. Right, that's so right. 100%, man. So I definitely do all of that type of stuff. But yeah, the easiest way to find me, man, ArthurMotes.com or just type in on YouTube, ArthurMotes, and you'll see all of my content. All right. So I got like two more minutes before you got to go back on live. Let me ask about the Steelers quarterback situation. A lot of buzz. Could they go outside what they currently have and try to make a play for Justin Fields? Ryan Tannehill now with yeah. obviously Arthur Smith in the building, but is it Pickett? What's going to happen there? So Pickett is definitely going to get the first opportunity in the sense of 
that's the guy that they still haven't moved on from because he's a first-rounder from two years removed. But at the same time, Tannehill is very legitimate in play because of the Arthur Smith connection. Justin Fields, depending on how everything plays out with Chicago, and it is looking more and more like Kayla Williams is what they're going to do, that could potentially also be in play. And then we're still trying to see what happens with the Russell Wilson scenario because if the money can be right, we're talking about getting a player that would be a definitive upgrade over Kenny Pickett in this time. But until we know that information about Justin Fields and Russell Wilson, I don't think they're going to do anything, you know, that what I would call splash worthy per se. So that's why a lot of the people within the organization do feel like it's going to be Kenny, at least in some capacity, getting his first opportunity. And from there, man, you know, you just kind of have to believe that he can continue to develop. He's done certain things that are good, but the hard part for him is just consistently being on the field. Every time, you know, you're thinking he's going to show you a run, he gets hurt. And that was a part of what happened at the end of last season where Mason Rudolph comes in and then, you know, leads to the playoffs. We obviously still lose to the Bills in the wild card. But that's, you know, been a part of Kenny's dynamic. Have a good performance, get hurt, miss, you know, four games, and it's just hard to fully evaluate him. So that's kind of where we are right now. But I'm hoping that he does develop because you know how it is, man. When you come into this league, it's very challenging, very difficult. And for me, I just want to see everybody do well because it's a dream. Hey, thanks for doing this. No, nah, man, I appreciate you as always, man. Right. Great seeing you. Let's go, man. Likewise. <laughs> I love it. Arthur is, he's so great, man. Great to catch up with Arthur Motes, former Bills linebacker. You know his claim to fame, right, Zach? He was the guy that, uh, I mean, I say it like that. It's, you know, it's, a, it's an unfortunate situation. He, he broke Brett Favre's starting streak because he sacked him, and Favre got hurt on the play when mm-hmm. he was a player for the Vikings, and, and that was you know, what Arthur kind of like, you know, he, he was a, a name out there because of that on that play. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like maybe not necessarily anything he did. It was just it was Brett Favre's Iron Man streak, which yeah, yeah, right, was was an unbelievable run (laughs) for no reason. Great to chat with Arthur Motes. We'll we'll take a timeout here on the uh, Extra Point Show, the Northtown Automotive Extra Point Show. Sal Capaccio, Zach Jones will be back here at the NFL Scouting Combine from Indianapolis. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.